the movie podcast records right out of five Scotland. Alright, name for us, that's fine. I'm your host, Stuart Sutherland, and joining me tonight is Cousin Mike. You're listening to episode 132, Logan. Did they really have theme music? No, it just maybe just like just Johnny Cash going, Mike. Uh, just singing Hurt. But anytime I think about Hurt, I just see pills scattered across the glass table and Eddie Guerrero crying. I think that? that was his when Eddie Guerrero died and they did a video package and just showed like just drink and pills scattering across the table and him maybe crying. Well, that was, well, that was pretty much length of what he died with, was it not? <laughs> no, his heart was too big. <laughs> he, he just loved too much and his body couldn't take it. That's uh, why he was found face down dead in a fucking motel by Chavo Guerrero. Sorry, that's nothing to do with movies. I've drank too much already. Aye. I'm going home. Um, I was going to ask you what's new, but more or less... Well, we're getting to that. I don't know. What are you up to next week? With a little brief... Like, wait, who's the lucky bastard in the room? Oh, I Mike is. A cat. <laughs> so, aye, Mike's one of these, these lucky bastards that is going to... Is it... Orlando? Ah. Uh, yes. Orlando, Florida for WrestleMania 33. Yay! <laughs> I mean... I just... Uh, I really hope that it's no Brock and fucking Goldberg in the main event. Well, that's that is, is two big big characters. It could be. Aye. Uh, mm. Like... It come, I think it comes down to who's the bigger... Who's taking up the most space on the poster. Ah, uh, fucking part-timers. <laughs> so, uh, for any listeners interested, at the end of this episode, we're going to be continuing on talking, basically doing a full rundown of the WrestleMania 33 card, giving our predictions, and leaving it at that, and then picking it up a week later, week, two weeks later, two weeks later and then right. just kind of getting Mike's response of like, how it happened, like how it went in person. Aye. Uh, That'll be good, like. Like, just to see if Fock heckled Xavier Woods or not. I know, that's going to be a weird one, eh? Because <laughs> you kind of have to watch what you're saying there, because if you get caught ah, saying shit, you get ejected. you got to be a wee bit careful now. You can't bring your Chris Benoit signs to the... I know. Oh, it's a, to the ring. a fucking <laughs> shit up for him, because he's seen... It's like, he's seen like all his Twitter stuff, like his up, up, down, downs and all that on us. That's an unfortunate name for a video <laughs> channel. I know. Being caught in a sex scandal. Oh. Um, let's see. Right. I am looking up our spoiler music for this episode. Unfortunately, there is not a clever a little bit of banner taken from the film warped to be a spoiler alert. Unlike uh, our Dust Till Dawn. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. We've got fucking brown spoiler, yellow spoiler, uh, red spoilers. Hey, None of that. What? If any time you're going to do a, an X-Men podcast, you have to use the the old theme tune for the cartoon. So yes, fucking watch out. We're going to spoil Logan from 2017. Uh, if you have not seen Logan, proceed with caution. But how have you not seen Logan? 
Aye, if you're listening to this podcast, hopefully you've said right. I'll... To be fair, I have to trap her. Aye, that's it. it. It's not. It's not the date night movie. Nah, to be fair, the cinema was pretty dead. Aye, so man, that was a, a cartoon back in the day. Anyway, yes. So everyone dies. Pretty much. Without the spoiler gate, now we can see what we want. Um, Logan is from director James Mangold. What was his director that has got fourteen built fourteen films under his belt already. Um, two thousand five, he did Walk the Line. That was uh, Johnny Cash. Jacqueline Phoenix. Ah. Johnny Cash. That is a bit Johnny Cash. Yes. Ah, Joaquin Phoenix and oh, some who's. Uh, was it Reese Witherspoon? Ah, she played his wife. Eh? Mm-hmm. I never seen that either. Uh, Three Ten to Yuma, the remake with Christian Bale and Russell Crowe, Ben Foster. Ah, in fact, I'm sure I've actually. Is it, is it I'm, sure film? I've got, I'm sure I've got that on Blu-ray because I'm sure my dad had it, mm-hmm. and it was actually pretty good. Ah, it's not a bad film. I've seen it once. Or, okay, I'm doing you. Recent Windows Defender summary. Aye, sure. I don't believe you at all. Mm. Uh, of course, he did the Wolverine. Our is that 2013? Aye. Wolverine was alright. It was. Until like he was fighting like a Power Ranger villain at the end. That oh, Silver so Samurai was like... I just it once, but I picked it up before Christmas just to like, remind myself. Aye. Of his journey. But uh, is the biggest one I, that he's done. The proper, like, oh, that's a good film. He's the director of Copland. Ah, that was a good film. Fucking good film, eh? Still on. Aye. Even, even after he's had a few donuts. I've not seen that film in fucking years. I don't mind watching that after going through like a, a whole tear of Robert De Niro films. Ah, because he was in that, I know, eh? Ah, he, he was, was like... his chief or something. Exactly, some cunt behind a desk that was not happy. And there was quite a few characters in Copland. Ah, uh, really what I was in it. Ah, well. that's who I was wanting. Like, Kinder's... I was going to say Michael Shannon, but no, there's somebody with that sort of sleazy quality to them in this. Ah, it was a really, I liked that film. Aye. So that was one of his early ones. As I say, he done 14, the rest are not that memorable. Because I've not written them down. Oh well. <laughs> the cast of Logan consists of Hugh Jackman. Logan. last Logan role. Yep. Uh, Patrick Stewart is Charles. Daphne Keane as Laura, Boyd Holbrook as Pierce, Stephen Merchant as Caliban, Elizabeth Rodriguez as Gabriella, and Richard E. Grant as Dr. Uh, Rice. That boy. I was surprised that he's still doing films. Do you think? Ah, well, Just that you've not seen him in a while. Aye. I, I uh, was surprised when I seen his name pop up mm. his opening credits and all that. Yeah, so he didn't do too much in this film. Nah. He was sort of just like, mostly in a video on some old Mexican woman's phone, and then yeah. kind of showed up at the end, but what is your initial thoughts? What did you think of Logan? Did you like Logan? I quite liked it. Um, I'd say that it's, it's been a long time since I've watched X-Men 1, X-Men 2. I tend to not watch Last Stand because that's fucking an abomination. <laughs> um, but I thought it was actually quite good. I, I enjoyed it more than 
Wolverine and I enjoyed it more than Origins. Although I quite liked Origins. I think I was one of the few that liked it. Aye, that is... I don't think it's aged well. I think it's... Or like people haven't enjoyed it as much going back to it. Uh, I'm not sure if it's just because of the whole like resurrection of Deadpool and then this has just looked at even more harshly. Like, like, ah, just fuck that film. Look what they did to Deadpool. Ah, uh, and it was William was in it as well. He was. He in, was. Uh, what was his name again? The guy that, like, they disappeared or something. Ah, right. He was invisible. Nah, I can't mind. Like, so, the cowboy hat. Yeah, I mind the cowboy hat. And I mind the ad. Like, quick silver, not Mm, maybe not nah but there was you had like I remember the blob was in there Uh, in the gym then you had um, Gambit aye Gambit was in it another character that had been clawing it for years to try and and you had uh, Liev Schreiber as Sabretooth aye I quite quite enjoyed Origins compared to a lot of the to be fair I actually prefer Origins Third Origins to Apocalypse. Right. I wasn't, I wasn't a fan of Apocalypse. Apocalypse gets a little bit messy towards the end. Quite a lot's going on. I didn't even... I thought Days of Future Past was not too bad as well. Like, mm-hmm. I, thought, I thought First Class was fucking ah. superb. And I, and I was quite looking forward to Days of Future Past. And then it kind of just got a wee... Because of the whole... Gone back Time and, shifting. And uh, they look like they're in a... A fucking fortress in the future where everyone's back into clad leather and uh, are all being killed by giant robots. Aye. Uh, mm-hmm. But I really, really enjoyed Lola. Aye, now, I do quite enjoyed it. It was one of these things where, I don't know, I wasn't expecting it to be as serious as it was. Aye, uh, it was, to be fair, I, I thought fucking... Patrick Stewart was brilliant. Aye, he... I, like, kind of... Because he was kind of... It was like he was almost going senile. He was. He was frail. He, he was... He and lost like weight for the, the part. Uh, like, and... some of the stuff that he... Some of the, like, the stuff he came with kind of reminded me of the uh, character he played in American Dad. But, like... Right. Aye. Was that the... Stan's boss? Aye. Yeah, like, aye. Just, he looks the spit of Patrick Stewart as well in the cartoon ah, as well. Bobbed, but he's not in a wheelchair. Right, right. Well, that. But, um, I, I thought, uh, thought he was pretty good. In that. I actually thought Stephen Merchant was quite good as well. I, 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 when watching it, I felt like it rubbed me the wrong way a wee bit. Just the way, well, there was, it wasn't... Visually, he looked like a skinny Uncle Fester. <laughs> Aye. Uh, but... When he spoke, it was Stephen Merchant. Uh, there was yeah. no disguise in his voice whatsoever, and like he was, he just had like the quippy, like banter. Uh, like, everything was sort of a joke. Like when he's getting beaten up by like the Reavers later on, and they smash a mug against the wall. I was like, that was my favourite cup. <laughs> I was like, you're not doing a podcast with Ricky Gervais, <laughs> but it was, it was neat. Like that's a very little. N- annoyance, I feel, is maybe too big a word to say. Aye. But... The um, the character that Stephen Merchant played, was he actually in the like, comments? Cause I've, I think I've so. I've not really read any of the There was... Some, uh, taking it back to Apocalypse, the same character appears in that, 
uh, when there's like a a moment where who was going to see them when Apocalypse was recruiting people. Uh, he went and there's like a guy that could get fuck transport, fuck that could get people passports. All right. And the tall guy and the chick with the pink blade was his bodyguards. Alright. They're both Caliban. Alright. Uh, they're both cried Caliban and it's, it's it just seems to be either like a, a smuggler and um, but with this one uh, he's he's more like a, a home carer and uh, has the power of sensing that like you could uh, you could pick up when there's mutants around. So more or less the second half of the film he just used it as a tracker really, isn't he? Uh, what do you think of like Hugh Jackman, the performance he pulled for it? Uh, I mean, it, right enough, his character is always fairly straight faced, uh, serious. Always, he's always, never, always, he's not uh, a funny he's, guy. Uh, he's but, always always plays serious, obviously, because that's like R rated. He gets to swear a lot, mm-hmm. and it's the fact that he's like. When he's no Wolverine, he's a limo driver. Ah, he seems to be this, this. It was like almost an Uber. Almost, like uh, he was. Like I'd, I'd like to know. In the year twenty twenty nine, how his car was upside down at the start of the film. Go the Mexicans. <laughs> upside down? I thought it was just jacked up and they were. Oh, the jacked up. Maybe it was. Ah, because think he came out fucking pissed with the jack, and then they looked at him, fired him with a fucking shotgun. Think right. That's him, Don. That's him fucking gone. And then he's just having spitting at the bullets, the fucking the shrapnel for the shells, and just slices up a bunch of fucking cholos. Aye. Aye, the violence was pretty on point. Aye. Aye it's what you expect for a Wolverine film. It's what you've wanted from a Wolverine film. Because for years it's been, well, rated 12. So you could see him slashing fuck out fuck. Yeah, but it's no, just, it's just, like, just like shreds of clothing. Ah, he's like, Christ, he's ripping that boy's shirt off. Uh, Look at him go. <laughs> if I remind you, it's when they released Origins and they released the Origins video game. Mm-hmm. The video game was an 18. Ah, it's violent as fuck. Video games, you can do it, what the it, fuck it you was, want. The video game is fucking brilliant. Mm-hmm. I've always heard that about the video game. The video game is actually mm-hmm. really good. The story was. It pretty much was a. It was almost like a carbon copy of the. Story and I, you, know, you go up against like Deadpool yeah. and all that, and you you fight you fight uh, like Dukes and all that. Aye, but I um, like you fight also like Gambit as well. But the fucking game is brilliant, eh? Mm-hmm. But the, you are just given like a watered down version on film. Ah, and I mean, for back in the times and that when like the X Men first come out, mm-hmm. it, it was aimed at like. They thought it would be it would get the money mm-hmm. for aiming at like, the like younger the, audience. Exactly, I remember uh, all this the Comic Con reactions. Like they they re- posted a video of just I think it was like a sound clip of them showing like Wolverine getting a closet round in the road, and it was something like either a jet or a vehicle, and he was tearing into it, and just the thought like women screaming and what going absolute mental because ah Wolverine ah it's like this is all they getting what they've wanted like delivered yeah but you, they, we, it's like you never really thought unless maybe the hardcore fans like I just want to see the blood I just want 
I'd love uh, to see the fucking carnage he's causing. I'd, right enough, you could see him going fucking beating shit out of whoever, but uh, it's um, safe. Do you think they would put Hugh Jackman forward for an award for the performance? I feel he's probably going to get some sort of nomination. Whether it be a fucking Nickelodeon Teen Choice uh, for a favourite old person in a movie. Uh, that seems to be the rock though now. <laughs> um, I, I think it, it should get some sort of recognition. I mean, it's probably out of the window for for like looking looking at Oscars or things like that. Uh, like that's never. That, it's our season. You never really see. We're not award seasons, fucking stoom until you get your your festival stuff. Until you get your your fucking summer uh, choice awards, things like that. So I'd imagine he's probably going to get like some recognition, uh, but nothing will. like from the academy. Yeah, no, he's, he's not going to be walking away with a couple of baftas next year. So, oh, Christ, we held it. Like, do you see how good that was? I don't even think he's even won. Has he won an award? I mean, he's he done Les Mis. I feel like that's yeah, uh, a good bit of Oscar yeah. bait. That's probably reeled in a couple of fishes. I'm sure he had Les Mis. I'm sure he was... I think they talked about nominating him for Prisoners. With him ah, and Jay Gyllenhaal. Because he was really good in that. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, did he know fucking... What was the film he done? Probably about years ago. Australia. Yes. Him, Nicole Kidman. Ah, did he get an award for that? I, I wouldn't be surprised. Because that's like a typical Oscar-made exactly. film. Ah, like, the fucking mums would love it. No, no, it's the one I've never seen, so. <laughs> I didn't plan on watching it. No, I think it's quite a long film as well. Ah. Well, if it's on the on-demand option when I'm on the plane, I will not be choosing it. <laughs> ah, how, much hours, how many hours are you going to spend in the sky on your way to Florida? Uh, Quite a few. So, 12? About 12? Well, I, I didn't think if it's actually 12, but I mean, take with their time zones. Aye. Aye. But enough time to fit in a couple films, maybe. Aye, hopefully try and read some of my book. Aye. See, I, I'm one of these thought that if I was flying, I'd be that excited just about to get to watch films. On the flight, going, yes, I get to do this thing. I'd be fucking blown away if Free Fire was available. Ah. I would be blown away. I, 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 I wouldn't get your hopes up for I that one. I think that's actually Drell in cinemas next week. I know. On general I release. I uh, fucking, was it, no, was it the Sundance that I got shown last year? It was shown I, at it's, been, it's been done and out for a, a while, but it's never just had this general Fun release. It so fucking good. Still just going on tour with it now. Just seeing him taking selfies with fuck outside cinemas, giving away fucking t-shirts. Fuck you, Ben Wheatley. I mean, just going just, like, put, like, right, fair enough, re- release it in cinemas, but put it on demand at the same time. Aye. Oh, I would pay six or seven quid. Aye. Right, fuck it. Just, if it saves me having to fucking share a cinema hall, right enough, I doubt it's going to hit any of our local cinemas. No. The type of cinema would probably be in, the audience that's going to watch it would probably be not talking throughout the film, or pissing out with their phones. I can just imagine wanting to go see this film and it's like 
go and see train spotting too and there's cunts pish everywhere and um, being no like just like <gasps> just talking about the landmarks they've seen like uh, but uh, let's see who else have we got in this film what about the girl how do you think she did she serves her purpose like playing uh, angry and little ah uh, because at the first well for what maybe two thirds of the film she like didn't really speak silent yes and then when she does she's also speaking in Spanish no it was it was like a little bit of the Game of Thrones thing like how the 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 wee lassie for Game of Thrones keeps a list of the people she plans to kill oh and she just kind of every time she goes to sleep she'll mutter the names of twelve people that mm. are on this list this little girl had like the opposite she had a list of all her pals for the fucking yeah. Wherever they were tested at. Ah, it was almost like the fucking, like, Peter Pan and the Lost Boys sort of thing. Mm. But, geez, oh, it was... Uh, it was to be good. fair, the first bit in the film that made me generally laugh was the bit when Boyd Holbrook showed up at the oh. bit where they were hiding. Where they get skilled with the pipe. <laughs> that was brilliant. Uh, uh, no way. I know. <laughs> it was as soon as I went out, like, completely knocked him for six. I, like, was just like, I thought dead. I honestly thought, when you just heard a thump and head uh, down. It was like, obviously the um, <laughs> thing where Steve Merchant took him out to the... Ah, so right, dump the body, just fucking drive back, but he wakes up. Ah. Why? Like, she, she does quite well. Uh, like, she kind of reminded me as well of um, the girl in Stranger Things as well. Oh, right. Aye, the Eleven. Aye, Eleven. That was mm. it. Because there's that and that other moment with fucking uh, Holbrook. What was it? Pierce? Aye. Aye. When, when she's basically getting angry, like after he's came back from the desert, brought all his pals with him, knocked in the gate, they're all there. They send in one big bald dude to go fucking get her. <laughs> she comes fucking with his head. Bowling, just, just fucking rolls it to his feet. Starts getting the claws out. And he's like, no, Lord, no, no. Don't, don't, no, fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> and she just starts ripping folk. Aye. Just fucking cutting ribbons out of folk. But I do love it. Like, they're genuinely, like, fucking feared of this girl because they know she could just and she gets yeah. the fucking claw coming at her foot as well. Ah, it's got like a wee blade sort of thing. It's almost like fucking like watching. Did they hear that in Kingsman? Ah, I feel it was maybe in the heel. Well, no, it might have been the ah, front, like aye. a poison tipped blade. Mm. Aye. But it was just seeing that coming at, dragging along the fucking. Aye. Because it's like he lives out in the desert, but he just kind of wants away from it, him and this knocked over water tower. Yeah. Where they just and keep charles in it. He's trying to buy a flat. Is that a yacht he's trying to buy? That sounds like he just wants to live on the sea. Him yeah. and Charles. Just so he could dump the body and never do a look for him. Uh, <laughs> just quietly kill him at it's, sea. Um, it's when fucking Charles starts having the wee fucking... Like, it's almost the, like, like hemorrhages sort of thing. Yeah, see, he basically has a fit and uh, paralyses the world. Uh, or the, the surrounding radius. In the, in the cinema, it's pretty hard to like. You, you could f- almost fucking feel it yourself. Ah, uh, because the noise is just like one of those like, like, most irritating. Maybe the speakers are not up to scratch in here. <laughs> it's like I could feel the bass. But because uh, it's almost like he's doing like a face shift sort of thing. Like, mm. They're like he's all. 
the bit where they're in the, the hotel. When they get to Vegas. Aye. <laughs> and obviously, they're out in the car, and, and like, obviously everybody's all fucking stopped. And like, Oberyn just like, come down and just takes out like six or seven. And that was a fucking great bit, because when he's trying to get back, and it happens... And it is, it's like he's basically fucking waist deep in quicksand and he's mm-hmm. having to fucking use his fucking claws to drag yeah. himself. Part of me was like befuddled when he got the lift and it works, but it's, of course it's just people that's paralysed. Time's not frozen. Uh. Gets up the lift. And supposedly on IMDB trivia when he was in the hotel lobby, like upstairs we had to start digging the fucking claws in the walls comes uh. along. They had ropes tied to his arms to give the impression of the strain like all right. So they must have just green screened these ropes yeah. in or out, should I say, just to fucking pull back his giant jacked arms, uh-huh. just to, so it could emphasize the fucking the mental power of Charles. Yeah, and then he just takes out like six or seven of them in the room. I he had a fit at quite an appropriate time. About six reavers armed to the teeth, all coming to get him. He's like, oh, fit. Yeah. It just has a fit and just fucking paralyzes everyone. I don't like to think. And then it's also when he's getting wheelchaired at the the hotel and he's like, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry." Nah, I apologize. It's to heartbreaking. Um, Patrick Stewart really does fucking knock out in this one, like. I know, it's really good. They talk about the the Westminster incident. All right. Which, because uh, it gives you impression, they talk about Charles's brain is a, a WMD. Like uh, when he has a fit, people could die and. Suppose the Westminster incident refers to him having his first fit and killing the X-Men. The Westminster incident is about a school, a private school being destroyed when he had a mental, like, when he had one of his seizures. Uh. And they were basically, that was the fucking, the X-Men Academy, where he had his first one and that's how he basically obliterated the X-Men. Uh. And why fucking Wolverine had to move him out to the desert. And keep them in a, a water tower. A knockdown water tower. Mm-hmm. Quite appropriate. Just went in day one, slashed the support beams. So right, Shadows, you're in there. Like you're a horrible person. There's three <laughs> rooms in there. It's uh, like shush. So he starts like just like these like, are tablets. Take them. Aye. Now right enough. He's old. He is. He's not quite wet anymore. He's losing his mind. But man, they drop a lot of fucking swearing in this. Ah, that's funny. Like, <laughs> I just like. I guess because obviously he's played like a senior person. Exactly. And, and he swears that it kind of raises. It makes you kind of laugh. But I, I thought he was really good and I quite liked him. Aye. It made you kind of think that he's locked and he's like, oh, what's wrong is he losing his mind? No, he's got fucking Tourette's. I've heard <laughs> enough of it. And you just hear echoes fell fucking water tower going, fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> <laughs> the channels! Uh, that's it. Another ten minutes in your timeout. Fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> Don't make me send Caliban in. Then. Cold uh, water for the sponge bath. <laughs> and then obviously, when the, the I suppose would you say the films kind of split into two parts for when it starts picking up when that uh, black couple. Ah, when in. when they decide they have to take Laura to Eden. Yeah. And when they leave Vegas. Ah, they bump into... Ah, they, they... What causes the accident? It's like, because this is the future, lorries are driving themselves. And 
is to oh, the point yeah. aye, where there is no fucking like unit at the front with a driver. It's just the storage containers, driver and roads themselves, and obviously not caring for humans around them, yeah. which causes fucking Jackman to drive off the road and also come across this black family and aye. they lose their horses. Oh, aye, aye. And that, this is where fucking Charles puts his, his powers to good and just calms down the horses, leads them back to the fucking truck, and it's just this kind, wholesome family that want to offer them, like, dinner. Ah, come back, have something to eat. And it does, the film, the tone changes it, it almost, it kind of relaxes you. Like, you're getting to see a good, wholesome moment. Where they looked at it as a family, like mm. Jackman, well, fucking Logan, his dad, his daughter, going on a road trip to Canada or something. Uh, and, right, I've stopped here to have dinner, and it all goes horribly, horribly wrong. That's when, um, that's when the black guy takes Jackman out and he starts, like. Aye, because they seem to be dealing with some shit. With a total, like, would you say that? There's a. How billions is that? Almost. The, the, They're almost the, like ranch holders or something, eh? Aye, and it seems to be like the land doesn't belong to these people. Or, well, the water pipe happens to be on the land of this fucking... I, I was going to cry him a tycoon, but just him and his big Stetson hat. Doesn't like them coming in, messing with their water. You're on my land. But him and his redneck buddies. Uh. And they didn't expect fucking Logan to fucking snap a shotgun over his knee. Uh, <laughs> I might mean, know how to fight that boy <laughs> and even after the fix like the water leak Jackman's coming out he's not got a fucking shirt on he's you see all the fucking muscles on him up to his fucking teeth he's like uh, here I maybe we should leave that black family alone tonight <laughs> just I just go let's get them to mourn when they're on their way to work but and then obviously it cuts it, to Charles back in the room oh then it is it is a it's a heartbreaking moment where it just looks like Logan's tucking him into bed and Charles is talking about this is probably one of the best nights I've had in ages. Like, it's to be in a bed and, like, actually feel happy and he's getting all upset because he can say shouldn't he be happy because he's he's cursed. He's done all these horrible things. But he gets properly put to sleep. <laughs> it's like a mercy kill until you realise, like, Wait a second, this boy looks quite young for Hugh Jackman. He doesn't look old and... Uh, he's got, like, really short hair. Aye, like, full-on mutton chops, like, chops. To be honest, I thought, that's fucking Sabretooth. Like, ah, it looked for first. a millisecond, like, Jesus Christ. But this is the moment where I feel like, man, this has got, like, a real Terminator feel to it. Aye. Like, I could just hear the score playing in my head. And where it's more or less, this is your liquid Terminator or just fucking plunging a knife into the guy's chest. And, oh, it's just fucking horrible. And it's completely fucking annihilates the fucking black family. Aye, like, the the sweetest fucking family. Like, Uh, you've got the mum, the kids, and the dad. dad. It's just the three of them, wasn't it? Aye, just the three of them. Aye. And right enough, it's the mum's fucking... Arm to the teeth. She comes in with a shotgun. <laughs> no fucking trouble. I will shoot you, son. And she goes in. I think was it Lonnie that got killed first? Like he came in the room because Laura was screaming. She was in the uh, fucking yeah, yeah, body yeah. cuff, whatever thing. Like she was uh, handcuffed, yeah. like hogtied almost. Uh, 
and he was walking out with her and the fucking mum's at the top of the stairs with a shotgun no hay in it I know but man. did she get a shot off on him I think I think so because it just basically just emphasised his healing factor uh, that he's the younger faster stronger because they carried him X24 uh, that was the code name so and Laura's referred to as X23 yeah so like obviously the whole thing behind these these uh, new mutants that they were creating in the labs and when they realised they figured the formula out and wanted to kill off all the children like yeah. they realised the hell we didn't need the children we could clone fucking adults like fucking tanks <laughs> they put them in tank tops and put them with mutton chops and send them yeah. into fucking extract targets but it is it was just something horrible when he's killed that fucking family um, comes outside and there's and then the fucking Logan and the dad show up uh, and then the ranch hands show up as well ah that was the wrong time the fucking it's like <laughs> hey know. here's that cunt fella wait he looks really young and really fucking th- scary <laughs> maybe and did he not just start fucking tearing into him aye aye like he was just a machine he would just fuck were just in his rod he was just cutting through them because yeah. Was it not the dad ran up the stairs and he got fucking knocked down the stairs? Aye. Because that's how he found his wife and that's it. Fucking X24 knocked him. Aye, because he, you think he's dead, but then he kind of survives. And then he gets, does he eventually die? He, he gets in the fucking car. Like when Wolverine's getting decked. Like Logan's getting his ass handed to him. Outside, getting uh, fucking torn to shreds, getting oh, beaten with tires. Aye, the fucking black dude just goes kamikaze and just fucking drives him, pins him into the fucking uh, one of the big vehicles, like uh, a, a fucking digger, and just fucking rams him into it. And it's that sort of thing where, like, you've got fucking spikes stuck through your chest, uh, this is you paralysed for the next five minutes, uh, enough for the good guys to get away. Is you realise fucking Logan's not up to scratch. Like he's obviously he's, like it's like he's got a cancer to him, like there's something that he's not getting sorted and is he's more or less looking to just basically like die. Because yeah. he can die. Well, unless he uses that bullet in his pocket. Really, ah, it's adamantium. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's his healing factor slowing down. Aye. And it's when he wakes up in that doctor's office later on in the film, the guy's like, You need treatment. There's something wrong with you and it could get fixed. And he's like, I fucking do want it fixed. I've had enough of this shit. I just, I'm done with it. Um, what happens after all this shit? And the family with the horses. I think it's more or less when they reach Eden. Find, uh, they reach Eden and they find all the kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, do you have any preference to the little tykes and their superpowers? Like, the, the little... F- Chubby black kid full of electricity. <laughs> I'm sorry, but the fucking sight of him running for like two fucking swap, like reavers, <laughs> and his little chunky butt running for his life <laughs> was fucking funny. Yeah. But I just like his nickname should be just black, fucking Black Thunder. Just leans on a wee bit of that metal tank and just fucking electrocutes the boys in it. Yeah. But then um, you get that kid that's just uses like the elements around him. And then that's how they end up because then that's when Holbrook Pierce and all that ah, shows yeah. up. 
because they've had a few takes. They've had like uh, Caliban lead them here, lead them there, and Caliban fucking ends it. He gets a hand on like a couple hand grenades, uh, tries to fucking because that's it. They cut a shot of him later on, but he's dead on a he's on the slab at that point, uh, isn't he? Like he more or less does kill himself because well he, he's holding out on them. He knows. Yeah. Knows exactly where Logan is, but he's no telling the Reavers enough, or he's giving them delayed information. Yeah. Enough to let them get away to the next space. But. And then that's when they eventually get rid of Pierce, but it's just it's like almost like just wrap him in grass and something. Yeah, I just gets fucking buried. Just electrocuted just, and we lastly just breathes cold air and I'm going. I know. Like that moment where one of the Reavers grab her and she fucking breathes on his arms and just smashes it <laughs> to get out. I was like, that's a bit much. <laughs> and, like, because there was a few days where they were kind of hanging about. They were waiting for more kids to show up uh, before they all fucked off the evening at the same time. And, like, Margaret points something out when we watched this film. That Jackman spends a bit, I get, nah, I get a quarter of his performances. He's either lying down or he's coughing. Mm. Like, just emphasise I'm slowly dying, but when he passes out in front of Eden and he wakes up and he's on the fucking trolley being, on the gurney being pulled up, and he spends a few days fucking sleeping. Do they not play a prank on him or something? They, they fucking shave him back. Oh, to they his, shave him. Ah, uh, they get rid of his beard so he gets his old fucking mutton chops back because, like, it is, it's part of pop culture, evidently. Like, they've got X-Men comics that... Laura's been reading and they talk about Eden there and that's the whole clue to get to yeah. fucking Canada and like where's your fucking <laughs> right enough Nibdi says where's your fucking yelly spandex Logan uh, but I mean at the very end like when the little black kid's even holding his Wolverine action figure uh, it's like oh man it is he was like an icon to these people and children uh, but and then obviously Weapon twenty four showed up. Aye, just does was he no no? There's the kids that use their powers to lift the fucking like one of the big vehicles and drop it on X twenty four. Ah, they flip like a fucking a oh, warrior on them or something. Exactly, yeah. it's like fair enough. That might slow him down, but Jackman gets the because they seem to have like a liquid like this that, that green drug. That kind of could enhance his abilities. Ah, like, he fucking takes it and you just see him like absolutely tearing it through the That was a fucking brilliant moment because throughout the whole film we've only been getting about like maybe 60-70% Wolverine and then he uh, takes that and it's a fucking 110 running through the woods screaming, ripping fucking boys apart. <laughs> fucking Laura's behind him jumping off the shoulder like there's been some double team action. She's uh, fucking... Tearing fuck apart, using the foot and everything. And it's like, yes, that's what we want. I didn't want to see him fucking beat fuck it, fuck. And then, of course, like, instance like, oh, power's wearing off. Oh, no, X-24's showing up. Shit. No, <laughs> I'm not ready. And it is, it's more or less him getting his fucking head kicked in Aye. for about two or three minutes Aye, until Laura... does get fucking... Proper does get fucking messed up and then he gets, he gets thrown onto like a broken... Ah, there's like a tree, exactly, the fucking, a tree's been snapped and he's thrown into the, the jaggy ends and it more or less just rips through his whole chest. Uh, like, ah, that's 
that might not heal as quick as you want it to. Like you're fucking goosed. And, and then obviously she gets the fucking the bullet. Adamantium bullet. And a, a lovely shot of like a quarter of his fucking head flying off. Yeah. Like if anything, if he was a real advanced model, fucking liquid terminated stuff, that should have <laughs> turned around and smacked together. It's kind of reminds you in Terminator 2 with the grenade launcher. Just shoots her straight in him and it just fucking splits him in half. Aye. <laughs> Aye, and you get the the fucking the burial. Aye. <laughs> Whereas they've got the cross. And it's like at an angle. And she just slides, turns it to the fucking X. Like, and then all of a sudden the feels kicking him and she calls him dad. Aye, like, to be honest, like, just, that's the moment where you play the fucking 90s cartoon theme music, when you fucking turn it to the X, maybe it's like one of the band's ringtones on their phone, and they go, shit, wrong time, sorry, I lifts here. Um, what's his name? Ellen on the phone, and Charles is saying that she's your daughter. Aye. She's not to do with Jean Grey, is she? Nope. I I was given the impression that they're sort of like test troop children. Aye. And they're more or less they were created in a lab and laced with the blood of Aye. mutants. Because I was like, wait a minute, I was like, a I'm, pretty army. Sure, I'm pretty sure that fucking... Because I was like, when I was thinking about it, I was like, dead. Wolverine and Jean Grey, fuck. I mean, there was... There was that... That was like alluded to in like all the other Wolverine movies where he... Uh, like, in the Wolverine where he was having nightmares where I don't know he sneezed in his sleep and fucking punched her with his adamantium claws aye but then was she, does, she, does she know he had a thing for Cyclops? Uh, Summers aye. aye so that I think that was the, the fact that she was her Scott Summers but Wolverine was just I reckon like murdering prostitutes crying them gene and then just <laughs> yeah. chopping up the body and feeding it to the beast uh, <laughs> just Kelsley Grammar with a fucking grubby red chin going uh, that was quite good I think and we're but I interesting casting choice that was <laughs> well what else you gotta do with Fraser? saying that I did watch uh, Neighbours 2 last <laughs> well Bad Neighbours 2 and Kelsey Grammar shows up as the father of fucking uh, Chloe Grace Moretz and <laughs> He, he, he's still good I still fucking love when I see him pop up in films and he's he's like oh no yeah she's she's gone you just can't fix her uh, but it was good to see her we just messed up so much that she moved into this uh, and he was like, greeting he's like they're, they're not small for long I mean look at your girl could, could I hold her like, no he's like that, that's fair Aye, <laughs> uh, it's good in that. Like, uh, that was only one good part about that film. The rest of it was fucking terrible. It was, it was uh, like, don't make any more. I know. But, um, let's see if there's anything. Speaking of the ending, mm-hmm. did you see the thing the Deadpool page put up a couple of days ago? And yeah. it was like, it was like, an alternative ending of Wolverine. Yes, aye. It, it, <laughs> he goes to the grave and he's got like a picture and it's like... A cartoon, like a crane drawn of aye, Wolverine and, and Deadpool equals bags of money. stuff. With the green liquid. <laughs> That's a fan clip, isn't it? That's... I mean, it looks legitimate because of the suit. But when I, I saw that the day and I was reading the comments and it came up like a... some sort of website credit at the end. Aye. But 
it gave me the impression that it wasn't it looked really legitimate it sounded like Ryan Reynolds uh, doing the talking I thought it was pretty funny like. but I like you would have had people screaming like yes do it do it <laughs> bring them back because <laughs> you but think but then obviously there is the legitimate Deadpool teaser ah yeah, that was a, a lovely wee <laughs> thing well the lucky thing for fucking America that got it because I think that I, played before Logan, like in amongst your trailers. Well, see, when, when we were at the cinema, seeing it last week or whatever, Yeah. when the credits came up, we were leaving, but there was people still sitting. So I wonder there if was no if, end. I wonder if maybe they were just like, you know, maybe please, we'll get it. <laughs> please. If anything, they were maybe hoping, like that, um, is it the carry moment where the hand shoots out the grave? Aye. Uh, but it's that adamantium claw. Yeah. But, but um, I the, 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 the legit Deadpool teaser was pretty fucking funny. The fucking Superman, Superman moment. Part of the app, Aye. Some poor old yeah. bastards Stanley, getting robbed. Stanley, old people. Again, where he runs it's like, my suit, shut up, Stanley! Ah, <laughs> uh, it's pretty funny. Like, there's, there's something about those fucking Deadpool films where, like, they're so on point. Like they that's, know exactly. Self aware, exactly, exactly. Like the the whole thing where, we're, like we all kind of it Stanley, like right enough. Logan never had a Stanley moment to it. Mm. But Stanley's ninety one years old. Stanley had like a heart operation last year. Stanley's allowed to miss a couple of movies. Stanley was in fucking Mallrats. Aye, <laughs> Mallrats. He he could probably. I I think Kevin's gonna make Mallrats. Um. Could you think of any other moments behind Logan that you want to talk about? Um, nah, I don't know. Nah. Any bits that annoyed you? Nah, not really. Nah, uh, nah I was quite happy about it. I think we've come to all my talking points, so let's get to the facts. <sighs> okay. Logan cost $97 million to make. Aye. Which, maybe a chunk of that might have been into marketing. Because I feel like there wasn't too much. It wasn't that an expensive looking film. Nah. Aye. Compared to obviously the other, I'm assuming the other X-Men films were of course. I imagine they'd all break hundreds of millions budget wise easily. Aye. But yeah, it was a really minute cast. You had Jackman, you had Patrick Stewart, the girl... Yeah, like less than a dozen, like ah. proper credible names. And I'm assuming like the kind of parts that the guys that play like the Reavers, like they probably would have got peanuts yeah, compared exactly. to what fucking Jackman got and all that. Aye. Now for its box office, how much hundreds of millions do you think it took worldwide? So far. Aye. It's probably took maybe two three hundred. That's the five, five hundred and thirty-five million worldwide. So that's it. Half a billion so far. And it's only been out a month. Ah, it's it's no good. I, I don't care if it's had. It might have had its China release. Like that's usually the last uh, big shot on the arm. Like, a film gets where it's taken. Like uh, I remember Fox saying films like Ant Man, like, like you thought they're. 
the momentum was over. Then it got released in China and it fucking peaked. It done huge. It broke records. Uh, Same with like Terminator Genesis. Like I made a lot. I was <clears throat> made a lot of money as well, but it cost quite a lot to make. Hi. Um. So I uh, that. Five hundred thirty-five million was split. Um, one hundred eighty-nine million domestic. So that was what it pulled in in the states and foreign market. Everywhere else in the world, three hundred forty-five million. Oh, right, I suppose. So, ah, it's a good one to go on. Like ah, because I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have thought. Did Oregon's fucking bomb at the cinema? Or? I wouldn't have thought. So I would have imagined fuck. Would have ran it to see that. Even like the one, the last one done it probably would have. Ah, they probably would have thought, ah, it's got to be a lot better than the last one. I just remember because when you bought it on Blu-ray, you got the harder cut, which wasn't really that hard. No, it just (laughs) it was a semi. I got the so just saying fuck once or something. Aye, so you go to the pictures, you get to see the semi. You have to wait till the fucking home release to get the hard. I know. But internet's reaction. IMDB rate the films out of ten, and on like a, a point scale is it, as well. Is it not like a seven, or is it not like an eight point two or something? It is eight point five. Eight point five. Nah, was, and I'm uh, sure it's actually currently in their top two hundred and fifty films. It is. It's ranked number fifty seven. Uh, I um, sure read that other week. Now that is, I think, if you compare that to your superhero films, it is. Ranking above The Dark Knight Rises, but below The Dark Knight. I think The Dark Knight is maybe number four. Dark Knight is in the top ten. Eh? It is. It's, it is held with high, high praise, esteem. I'm not sure if maybe to legitimise your film, you need to have one of your main actors die. Like if if they had like yeah. Patrick Stewart die a fortnight before release, mm. <laughs> it might have. Been a multi-billion-dollar film um, sitting in the top three on IMDb, but why? Because I mean, like, like the if you look through the IMDb's top two hundred and fifty list or whatever, the amount of like Marvel films that are in it are fucking unreal. Mm. Pretty sure there's Guardians in it as well. I think I'd imagine that's in there. Mm. A lot of it it shifts it. It kind of goes with like it's like it just goes with the hype at the it's time. It's trend. Aye. Aye. Like, Days of Future Past was in their top 250 when we did that podcast when uh, it was out in cinemas. And that's not there now. Like, eventually, either the vote evens out and or something better yeah. comes out and it just drops off the chart. Because when, um, the first weekend when Logan got released in the States, I was keeping my eye on the reviews and there was, like, reviews of, like, 9.8 and all that and then that was based on the first couple of foot reviewing it Aye. and then obviously because it's been a, like a month it's obviously like shrunken down Ah, exactly on the base overall now Rotten Tomatoes on a percentage of 100 what do you think the critics gave it 88 92 92 that was a 252 positive reviews to 22 negative so I so more or less Quite well received with the critics. Um, audience, what do you think? Do you think they liked it more than the critics? I've not looked on reviews in a wee while, but I, when I looked at them, i never seen any negative. It but is. Obviously, when you say today there was negative ones, so. 
Aye, it is now 93% with the audience. That's 63,000 ratings. Now, one star reviews, even though it's not out to purchase as yet, uh, we do have four one star reviews. As, as one of the one star reviews, somebody complaining that it, was, it wasn't the, what they thought it was. Did they think it was like a different film? Well, let's see. Our first one. Or they got sent it by mistake. <laughs> well, one of the, oh, the fuck it, I'm going with the second review first. Can you handle the truth? This film should be forbidden and those who made it arrested. By VK Manglaveres. Alright. This movie is showing children as murderers, little kids killing people. The whole movie is full of blood and violence. It should be forbidden, and the people who made it should be arrested and punished for insulting tender ages and exposing them to violence and blood terror. Capital letters, who will escape God's wrath when the time will come? <laughs> Is this like these mums against America sort of thing? I, I think of the Baptist church or doing Amazon reviews now. <sighs> wow. Fucking God hates Logan. So we had one night. Uh, wasted 13, thran- 13 francs at the cinema. Far too long. Far too gore. And not much to do with the X-Men. Logan and Professor only share actors and names with the characters in the other films. But the spirit is not the same. At this rate, one of these days, someone is going to turn Mary Poppins into a thriller. Okay, our last one-star review. Beyond a Joke by Top Reviewer. And it warns us to begin with, may contain spoilers. Either it does or it doesn't. You should know you're typing you're typing the message yourself. This is what I paid I this is what I paid to see this movie, and this is before the exorbitant entrance ticket price. So large bucket of popcorn, six ninety-nine. What? Where's this boy going to see his movies? Ben and Jerry's ice cream, large, seven pounds. Pick and mix bag, six pound thirty-five. Large Coke, £4.80. Hot Dog, £5.95. Fries, medium, £3.80. Nachos and one dip. Remember, one dip. Uh, £3.95. Large glass of wine, £7.99. And a premium seat, £8.99. Which was too close to the screen. After he's went through all of this, how can any honest working citizen afford a cinema nowadays? Well, you don't fucking order everything at the concession stands. You buy a fucking fuck? popcorn and a bottle of water. You don't... I didn't even buy that. I just buy a fucking drink. You go to fucking Poundland and fill your pocket full of sweeties. <laughs> then you go to the cinema and ask for a water. <laughs> like, don't... Like, what the fuck? Giant popcorn. Giant Ben and Jerry's. A food bag hot of pick and mix. Large Coke. Aye. Chuck a hot dog. Aye. Get nachos. Fuck it. Glass of wine. Aye. Medium fries, please. I watch my figure. Like going, ah, ah, fuck it. Throw in the premium seats. <sighs> Sorry. <laughs> Back in the day, I attended this showing of this movie's uh, precursor, Logan Run. Oh, you're a funny cunt. <laughs> and the local picture house was charged with one pound entrance, plus fifty to sixty pence for a variety of hot snacks. 
No wonder only two comprehensive reviews have been composed for this update. That's how many can begrudgingly afford the experience. So he's got... Right, he said contains spoilers. He did not mention one fucking word about this film. He's given it a one-star review based on the price. Based on the price of going to his local fucking yeah. chain cinema, you fucking bellend. Have your rant like that's a Facebook rant. Like, aye, that is. post that on the Facebook page of Odeon Cine World, not the fucking Amazon review page of Logan. You yeah. like <laughs> you made a fucking joke about Logan's run. You. That's yeah. the fucking nothing. Was, uh, was he expecting Logan's run? I mean, how can any honest, hard-working citizen afford the cinema nowadays? Like, because you don't fucking buy everything in the fucking cinema. You don't go in and it's like, free, uh, free course meal, please. I can. Gee, uh, you hear a drink and a large bucket of salt with coke on. <laughs> Fuck you, that was the liver. <laughs> you son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Aye, I'll never forget that day, anyway. I'm not going to give them context that I accidentally asked for that at a concession stand many years and ago. the guy asked, actually said to you, so with us, sweet. <laughs> I'm sure that would have still cost me less than what this cunt's paid at the pictures. Well, with by any chance, with the Zachary Murray we went to see. That, that would have been quite relevant, <laughs> but I, I probably wouldn't have not been that witty. I do remember like pulling that story up at a, a family gathering. I think it was like a New Year's oh, Day party, nah. and I thought, "Ah, what was Gordon's response?" Nibdy, that was a straight face. Nibdy reacted to it. Uh, Got a, like, if you could get tumbleweeds to go through, surely you would have got a wee bit of chuckle at Doyle at least. I mean, that probably would have. I think he chuckled too. more at the fact that I got such a bad response. Ah, nah. Like, the the fucking cat from um, Puss in Boots just going, ooh, like, just just laughing at your shame. So, but yeah, alright, so, that that was the worst reviews it's gotten so far. That one takes a hit, like, Fucking right. top reviewer of what, you... Oh, no. It's, it's got a madander up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's next for films and swearing? Well... Uh, it's coming up for Wrestlemania week by the time you listen to this so we thought we had to do some sort of um, it has to be a wrestling movie so me and Trevor from Mass Movie Side are currently planning uh, hopefully it works out a time to meet and watch Foxcatcher oh, no. I was straight away for WWE movies I was waiting for Ready to Rumble Ready to Rumble no I will save that one for you yes. I did have a great idea of doing a versus podcast if the time it had worked out, I would have loved to have done a Versus podcast comparing The Marine to The Marine 5. Have John Cena versus The Miz, which is quite, quite uh, relevant since they cunts are going to be fighting with their better halves at WrestleMania. But that's not going to work out. Uh, um, so I, me and Trevor's going to watch Foxcatcher. Still not seen that yet. It's, it's a film. I Tell you that for free. I mind watching the trailer, and I said, I really want to fucking watch it. I never, ever, ever got around to watching it. I'm not Steve sure where Steve Carell just creeps me out in that he, trailer. He is a creepy bastard, isn't it? Like that, and the Netflix documentary, uh, Team Foxcatcher, like really, watch one, then watch the other right after it. Aye. Uh, 
Um, housekeeping for links to our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and Amazon links. Uh, just go to filmsandswearing.com on Amazon. If you want to do your shopping with us, go to filmsandswearing.com. Scroll to the bottom of the page, hit that Amazon link. And, I mean, if you want to buy maybe a set of Wolverine claws off Amazon. That looks like a pair of MMA gloves with kitchen knives taped to them. It's only going to cost you 49 quid. Ah, so that's what you do. Yep. That's it. Just buy a pair of MMA gloves, six kitchen knives, shove them through the gloves, mm. and sell it for 50 quid. If you want to do that, we will get a maybe a 5% feed, like a commission rate off of that. Other than that, shout out to Andros for our theme music. Thanks to Stu and our loyal listeners for tuning in and letting us fill our lugs each week. But now is the time for us to pull out. So everyone listening at home, fuck off and tune in next week. Bye. Goodbye from Simple Mike. (laughs) Okay, so let's get into the brass tacks at WrestleMania. We're currently recording this on Saturday night, 10 to 11. So next week at this time... At 20 to 11 in fucking Florida time. I you... want, and at this current time in Florida, we'll, we will be at Access. We'll go to the 6pm slot. Alright, so what is your, like, let the fucking listeners at home, you've the got... itinerary. Yes, like, you, well, the what you've bought tickets for. Tickets for Hall of Fame on the Friday night. Is it a Friday? I thought that ah, would have been your Friday. Saturday. Ah, I used to be able to change it to a Friday this year. Is this because NXT is on a Saturday? or? Aye, but the past couple of years they've been having used to hear NXT on the Friday and Hall of Fame on a Saturday. No, Hall of Fame on the Friday. Access, Saturday night. Try to get Saturday in the afternoon, but they've sold out. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, once we bought the ones, they miraculously appeared online again. Uh, released more tickets due to high demands. Aye. Um, no, cat, you can't be on the podcast. And then we bought tickets to Mania on a Sunday, tickets to Raw on the Monday night. Aye. And that's it. Aye. Never bothered with SmackDown. We might just wait and watch it when we come home or. Aye. You can't do it all. Nah, I mean, you've got, we're, we're only there for like a three week. Quarters. <laughs> I'm going to grab a petrol and sniff the mic. Because we're there for a week, we've got an itinerary. Aye, so the first thing you're going to be doing is, well, you've got your Hall of Fame on Friday night. Aye. Uh, we've got all the trans, like there's like, Facebook fucking groups that we've joined that have arranged all the travel between all the events, so uh-huh. they leave the hotel and they take us back and stuff. Uh, the WrestleMania thing starts, we leave at half one in the afternoon. What time is it expected to kick off? I guess the, the main show starts at seven o'clock, but the pre-show's on for two hours, but they've got like these massive fucking tailgate parties and mm. stuff that's happening like on the... Area the parking lot. Aye. Because, like, the Broken Hardys are doing a tailgate thing and all that. Oh, Jesus. That's going to be interesting. Aye, because that's it. As you'd expect with with WrestleMania is in town, a lot of the independent 
Uh, circuits are all doing big shows uh, in, in around the town. Because uh, they've got Ring of Honor's big show on the Saturday night, clashing with NXT. For the kind of main event for that's the Hardys and Young Bucks is in a tag team ladder match. Right. For the Tiles. Um, so uh, they've got like, a massive like, tailgate party and stuff, and there's obviously everything that's happening. Aye. Might get your picture to with Ted DiBiase Jr. Uh, <laughs> I'm itching to try my luck at the Ric Flair thing at the Florida Mall on a Saturday morning. Aye. Uh, it's, like, it's a first come, for, it's like, for the first thing, is it like 300? Yeah. So. Security will count the first 300 there, then so you're not actually... So you're not going to waste your time for something that you can do. I'm really... I'm home, obviously. Um, obviously, they released the schedules for who's going to be at the access to the ones that we're at. And like the VIPs that night is Bailey and Bray Wyatt. But you've got, like, Sting. Who thought you'd love to hug? You've got Sting there. Right. Uh, Sami Zayn Hype Bros That's it Alright Go there with um, Cut the sleeves off An orange yeah, tea Get yeah. inside them Something else The Nia Jax Get knocked out By Mojo Rawley Aye Rugged. But I really Fucking really wanted The Saturday PM Like the afternoon one Aye You're saying it was definitely Like a A shift in the talent Aye Cause Finn Balor's On the Sunday morning Mm-hmm. Ah, he didn't get a picture of him. You fucking cornered him outside the hotel in Glasgow. Aye. <laughs> there's obviously this ICW talent there at the weekend. Progress mm-hmm. talent. Um, who else? What culture is there? Aye. Hoping to meet a few of the boys because, like, since like their like YouTube channels are brilliant. Have you watched any of that stuff? I have seen, like, when they do the live stream and they shove it on Facebook. I've not watched the latest one. I love seeing it. Ah, it is, it is YouTube links. I did watch a couple of them last year. And I think it was one that it was maybe Marty Skrull and Will Ospreay fighting. Uh, and I, that was the only thing I really remember. They're live the night, I think that. They're fucking... Quite I said it's the Wrestling World Cup. Yes, it's I do. Tonight. I, I do remember seeing about that because I think the Scottish leg of that has happened already. Uh, and it might be Manchester or something tonight. Um, but. but obviously there's fucking loads of shit going to be happening. I so like, even like just the, the UK independent scene is fucking overwhelming now with uh, the amount of promotions. I will also, they've got like that UK... Championship and all that, and during access to having Wolfgang's defending his ICW title over an access. Aye, against Nomdar, or is that. I think obviously they had them all mixed up, so it might have been that, or it might not be for. Or is it Trent uh, Seven and Nomdar? It's Trent Seven and Tyler Bate, or is it? No, the Pete Dunn. I think them all. But aye, they've got all those boys fighting in aye. different setups because it looks like they're fighting. So, like, well, you're saying you've got mornings 
afternoons. Ah, like mornings, afternoons, on and Saturday and Sundays. So there's sort of like four. I can the VIP access on the Sunday mornings. Cut angle. Right. Um, Edges and Edge and Christians announced as well. And uh, DDPs at one of them. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's who's that's it. The big name that's on the one that we're at, Bob Backland. Oh shit! Uh, when you sent me screenshots of who was doing signings, I think I'd misread one of the VIPs. I think it was Goldberg, but I think when I looked at it again, it was actually Gold Dust. Ah, I just uh, I was like to see like the person like, like ah, oh, I got tickets for Goldberg. You get like uh, Gold Dust. <laughs> and just getting your the picture of the person's face of disappointment <laughs> as they're expecting the fucking WCW legend and then so. they get one half of golden truth <laughs> um, but Bob Batman like I'm, I'd like to bump into Jim Cornette because mm-hmm. he's obviously at the Hall of Fame on the Friday night Aye. same with Eric Bischoff mm-hmm. that would be quite interesting now that I'm, that's like, what, a week to go, I'm fucking, like, okay, ready yeah. to go. Less than a week, you're like, you're there in a week. Aye. Aye. It's just the whole thing, the fact that, like, still not being in a plane yet. Aye. So I'm, your, your ears I'm will, looking forward to it. Your I'm, ears will pop as you go up, but after that, well, aye. you'll be a fucking seasoned pro by the time you get off your third flight. Ah, no. What was that you've got? Fucking Edinburgh uh, Amsterdam? Yeah, and then we're only there for an hour. Aye. And then we're Amsterdam Atlanta. Yeah. And then we're in Atlanta Airport for three hours. And then Atlanta to Orlando. Yeah. So we get into Orlando Airport at back at twelve their time at night, which will be about six in the morning here and we leave here on the Thursday morning at like Eight nine in the morning, mm. so it's like almost like a whole day like travel. Travel, but I was like five hundred quid cheaper because <laughs> you could get the one stop off in New York when it's like almost thirteen hundred a person. So it's like nah, no bother. And coming back, it's Orlando to Boston. Mm-hmm. Might bump into John Cena, maybe not. <laughs> Might bump into Mark Wahlberg. Ah, I was gonna say fucking me trying to bump it into fucking Donnie Wahlberg, <laughs> <laughs> and then it's. Boston to Atlanta. No, Boston to Amsterdam. And then Amsterdam to Edinburgh. So mm. we get back in Edinburgh on back at 7 on the Friday morning. But we leave the hotel in Orlando on the Thursday morning at like the back of 7 by our own like, private like, shuttle thing. Yeah. So when we got off at the airport, I began to photo the guy with like, my name on a card. Aye. And I'm just home, he opens the door with a big pizza like Kevin and ah, Home Alone. Home Alone. <laughs> Lost in New York. But uh, it's, I'm getting pretty fucking jacked with it. Like. Aye. Yeah, well, I, I look forward to living through you and your whatever. I don't care I'm, how active you could be online without getting rates of fucking, like, your data rates. Aye, I'm, what I'm doing is I'm going to turn off my data roaming. Mm-hmm. And I'm only going to use the Wi Fi like, in the hotel and stuff Aye. like that. Just because I had to go the cheaper offer. Because I was looking at Back, abroad like, stuff for yeah. Vodafone and they're fucking scandalous. Aye. They give you, they, only, they only give you like so much megabytes for £5 a day. 
It's like 120 megabyte. Like, wow. You can have a serial Snapchat. It's like, I need plenty of data. Um, ah, it's, it's looking pretty good. Okay, so we thought we may as well go through the cards for the WrestleMania. Get, get our take on it. Now, this is the list that ha- Wikipedia has as of the 25th of March. First spot, Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton. A singles match for the WWE Championship. This is not really the most exciting that uh, match. Considering okay. they've already done that match back last year at some point, before Orton joined... Aye, ah, there was a wee bit of resistance to begin with, wasn't there? Ah, I hope they keep the belt on Wyatt. Mm-hmm. I agree. I don't think Randy Orton needs it. Nah, it's, I mean, I'm not sure if it's just to keep like him relevant. I, I think, more or less, if it wasn't for the roster, like, the, the draft split, ah, the draft like, split he wouldn't be anywhere near as relevant as he used to be. Ah. Like, remember a couple of years ago, like, him and Seth Rollins were pretty much opening WrestleMania. Ah. As well, I don't even, I think that even if, if they never had the, the draft, I don't even think Bray Wyatt would have been champion either. Aye. Because think about it, when they, they had the chances. Aye, when they had the draft before me, you had like fucking Jack Swagger as champion, mm-hmm. Dolph Ziggler. You know, there was actually room for people to move up the ladder. Aye, but um, aye, I'm hoping, hoping Wyatt keeps the title mm-hmm. because the whole feud it's been quite. Like, okay, you suspend disbelief with wrestling, but to the point where Randy Orton was, like, brothers, like, maybe the whole pissing about with it really annoyed me. Like, he's won the Royal Rumble. He's not going to fight against his brother. Like, Bray Wyatt, no, no, I can't, no. Uh, Brothers in arms, there's no way I give up my title spot. Then there's Battle Royal for the title spot. Uh, undecided winner, right? Luke Harper and AJ Styles fight. Okay, uh, AJ Styles finally wins. Randon, I'm going to take uh, like a snake. I want it back now. Like any good viper, I've shed my skin and burned in my pal's fucking house. Shed. His shed, where he kept the ashes of Sister Abigail mm. and just the fact of seeing like a Fucking a shed on fire, Randy Orton standing in front doing the silhouette of his signature pose. Uh, like what? What else could I do to this scene just to cap off? I fuck. I'll throw my arms. At... Yep, that's mm. it. And just then obviously a fire out of nowhere. And then you had smart doing this week where Randy Orton got kidnapped by a bunch of sheep. <laughs> and have you seen all like the meme photos? And it's like. Brand out and being like tied in with all these people and Bray Wyatt standing and it's like got 50 shades of Bray. Oh, Jesus. I mean, that's it. You kind of, some stuff you could get away with, but this, like, right enough, a lot of stuff with Bray Wyatt, it's like a supernatural edge to it, where, like, your, your ah, suspension see, of disbelief the thing, the thing has is, to as well, be as further. 
when he has his entrance and that, you have all the people with their phones out. Hi. And they're going to keep that match further up the car so that it's a wee bit dark, dark for it to happen. Exactly. So the effects with their phones a lot more Aye. significant rather than middle of the day in the sun. Aye, because I, I, he comes out and he's why I'm... Then I think... I didn't think the stadium has a roof. Right. So... He come out and his lamp's not even lit. Like, what's the point? Ah, because he done that when he was against The Undertaker a couple of years back. His mm. lantern was lit, but it was daylight. Aye. Ah, that's like, why? Aye. Okay, uh, next one. They're saying Goldberg defending against Brock Lesnar. Again, singles match for the Universal Championship. God. <laughs> Who wins? No one. No one. No one unless it's the very first match. I read an interesting thing for one of his pages that if, if he was able to book Mania, what he would do is he would have Goldberg, Brock, first match so that it doesn't hurt the crowd. Mm-hmm. Goldberg wins. No, Lesnar wins. Like, absolutely destroys Goldberg inside a minute and a half. Mm-hmm. And then... Stephen McMahon informed Goldberg, eh, Lesnar that Owen's never got his rematch. Right. So the match between Owen and Jericho has now got Brooke added to it. Jesus Christ. And Samoa Joe costs Brooke the belt. Right. This person thought long and hard. I know, and I, I'm standing there like, fucking take my money, book it. I would <laughs> be happy with that. Aye. Whereas, like... If one's maybe expecting a replay of what year was it? Where we got our, our OG Brock versus Goldberg. Uh, it must have been a 20 or so. What? Thir- uh, 2004 or something. 13 years ago. Where they're going to stand around staring at each other. Do a little test the strength for about five minutes. And the crowd just absolutely fucking saw them. Because obviously Brock was leaving. Goldberg was leaving. Right. Austin was confused. Uh, Slightly inebriated. The only good thing about that match was the fact that it didn't last that long. Aye. I mean, that's it. And it was booked as one of the marquee matches of the show, and it was fucking awful. Aye, because that was a, back then, it was it was a huge deal. Now, like, we're tired, we don't need to see this shit again. I know. Right enough, it seems like they're, they're playing together a little bit better than they did back then. Aye. But we've never seen them have a, a decent match. It's always been... Fucking Goldberg slapping Lesnar in the past, uh, then they'll fucking knocking him on his arse, jackhammer, spear, pen, went, and then like Royal Rumble was something similar. Uh, he put him out. Ah, uh, the space of like what a minute. From like, it. I did like what they were doing with it was Fastlane when it was uh, Owens uh, had to drop the belt to mm. Goldberg, like. Corey Graves' commentary is quite actually on point. Like, when Owens just walked and paraded around ringside for a few minutes before uh, going in. And that's it. it made me believe that, aye, Goldberg would probably actually get winded just jogging about on the spot. Just uh, doing that, trying to look like keep all tense, uh, look fucking jacked, and then eventually just gets winded. But. And he's never had a match it. longer than five minutes. I know that's what I've seen. Like in the past six months since he's been back, he's wrestled 
two minutes mm-hmm. or something about that, and he's probably earned a decent packet. Oh, aye. Hundreds of thousands, surely. Aye. I still feel like he's been given all of this stuff just so he could look amazing to his kid. I know. That's the fact that I started looking at a fucking video game as well. Aye. It wasn't like one of the I biggest... I 2K. Aye. For this. This feels about as good as one of their games. So, do you think that Vince doesn't care and this is going to be the main event? Because... Nah, I still feel it's always going to be title match. Oh shit, they are the champion. Ah, uh, oh, yeah, it's, yeah, but it's the main event. Ah, uh, God. Because remember last year, we were left with Triple H and Roman Reigns to finish oh, the show. That was, that was a slow match. So... Yeah, I has to be that. <clears throat> Call it who's gonna win. <laughs> um, nah. See, I really don't fucking care because if Brock gets it, meh, it's another part timer with a belt that doesn't really need it. But he can wrestle better than Goldberg. So Where will I... he go for there with something that's not been done already? Like, uh-huh. are we gonna have to see? Like, what, what faces do we have on Raw? Seth Rollins. But they've already done Seth Rollins and Goldberg. Eh, Seth Rollins and Brock Lesnar. Ah. Uh, eh, Finn Balor? Finn uh, Balor and Lesnar? Um, Owens and Lesnar would be a nice wee different thing. Because uh, Owens has, like, the sort of the stone cold, like... Heel, but you're really that baby face to the people. Aye. So. I guess I think it'll be Lesnar. Hmm. And hopefully Goldberg doesn't sign a contract extension. Hopefully that's him fucking done. I reckon I could see Goldberg retaining, then dragging his kids into the ring, pulling his t-shirt off him again, and then parading <laughs> around the ring just for him and his, his slightly chubby son. Yeah. And just, I would quite like to see the mortified look on his son's face. He's like, Dad, you're my cheese shop. All my pals at school are watching this. I can see my fucking man moves. I'm not Jack like you. Uh, I didn't think it's going to be the main event. Uh, no, I, I can see it. I'm not going to stay up and watch it this year. Nah. I'm going to, maybe because it kicks off. At midnight here, I think. Uh, the main show starts at midnight and it'll be 10 o'clock for the pre-show. So... The pre-show's always like two hours or something. Aye. So, I feel... I'll watch the pre-show. I'll, I'll switch on at 10. And maybe the first hour. But, yeah. nah. It was... It was uh, right enough, we did the podcast about last year. That was about seven hours we talked for. That was... And to be fair, it wasn't that great an event as well. Aye. So, I think it's just going to be like, get up on Monday morning. Yeah. Ignore social media. Watch it and then come back and just see what all the else fought afterwards. Yeah. But, let's see. Our third match, Undertaker versus Roman Reigns. I'm, I'm torn. I'm no... I'm not the biggest fucking Roman Reigns fan, purely yeah. because of the way he's been booked and stuff. However, I do feel that this will be the main event. Aye. 
because a lot of people are thinking that that maybe this is Undertaker's last match and it be fair that's where their money is if it is his last match and he does lose well depending on how he loses if uh-huh. it's due to a Reigns heel turn which is well apparently people have been crying out for I don't think it's going to make much of a difference Mm-hmm. I think if he won, I think if Reigns wins, regardless, he's going to get booed. Aye. It's, it's, the second is fucking music hits. Uh, I'll, 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 I'll be booing the shit out of him. Nothing but more than. I'll, I'll be booing the shit out of him, but if, if, if he wins, I'll not be too bothered. Aye. Because, obviously. Uh, the shock happened many years ago when Aye. Brock done it. And to be fair, before even, like, when I bought my tickets, I bought my tickets purely based on the fact that I thought we were getting John Cena and Undertaker. That's my main uh, selling point. But, uh, it didn't happen, but... I mean, no. An interesting thing about being a mania and what else is going on, you're going to be there in amongst... Well, it's not going to be a heavy American crowd because there's uh, going to be cunts for all around uh, the world there. So... You imagine if you're in quite the pro fucking Roman Reigns section. Like, fair enough, when we watch these pay-per-views, you always hear them being booed to shit. Ah. But just imagine just being in, like, the pro fucking Roman Reigns aisle and you boo and six fuck around at either end of you all fucking cheer like he's <sighs> the second coming. Like, uh, who's Shawn Michaels? No. Uh, oh, that old man that tried to talk to my Roman. The week before he fought. <sighs> but, I reckon, I, I feel like he's just another cunt that's just going to fall to The Undertaker. I didn't see like, why. Like, I didn't think Undertaker needs the victory. Aye. But if he gets, if Roman Reigns gets the victory, it'll, it won't <sighs> legitimise him anymore. Like, the crowd, like, stays away. I think because, gonna do. obviously, because they feel that he, um, that he's getting booed, that maybe they'll want a reason to boo him, so can make him retire Undertaker. Aye. Because there's been loads of speculation, like I read something in the day, that apparently there's reports that Undertaker's supposedly in a lot of pain, mm-hmm. regarding his like, hip and stuff, since the Royal Rumble, Aye. that he needs major surgery. Mm-hmm. And he's not obviously getting it yet. Aye. They're going to wait because they reckon that if he gets a major surgery, that'll be him done. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people are speculating that this will be his last match. If he wins, ugh, if he wins in the bottom, if he wins and then comes at the next night in Raw and says, that's me, I'm done, I'll be like, yay. Aye. Because it was the fact that can you, you can say that, oh, I was there at his last match. Aye. And all that. So... Well, he comes at this is that... I think I've got one match left in me. See you tomorrow night at SmackDown. <laughs> like, you dick. Um, he he kind of go anywhere. He can't. I would, His last good match was CM Punk. Aye. I remember listening to a podcast, a wrestling podcast many moons ago, where Roman Reigns had came in and people thought the perfect gimmick for him would be the replacement of The Undertaker. Mm. So even if Roman Reigns... Defeats the Undertaker and just picks up his jacket and his hat and walks away. Yeah. 
and now he just calls himself the phenom, the dead man, yeah. and just has his moves set as as if you pissed a bit. I'm Rob on. fully expecting some shit to go down on Raw Monday night since it's the last Raw before Mena, because you've got Rollins is supposed to be showing up to agree to this. Unsanctioned match. Unsanctioned match. Right enough, that's, I don't think that's on Wikipedia at the moment. Um, a lot of people, I'm pretty sure, was it, was it what culture that talked about it? That during the promo that Rollins gave the week before, we said that he will be at WrestleMania and it'll be the last thing that Triple H does that maybe, if they didn't go, it'll be Undertaker's last match, that maybe they'll put Triple H's like career on the line. Right. And maybe have him bow it. Aye. Instead. Yeah. Because that's a well, he seems to have quite a big hand backstage with like NXT Aye. and things he's like been, that. He's he's this is this is part of the wee house shows he's been doing the last few weeks, his last televised match was WrestleMania last year. Aye, and that's it, he comes across where he's like, No, I work in the office now, I don't fight anymore. Oh, Burns WrestleMania, I'm gonna uh, fucking fight. I'm taking my time. third degree Burns with that powder. Yeah. Ah, right enough, remember him. Um, yeah, like the white powder, or the dry ice. That was it, alright. Silly ice. bastard. Aye, I'm, I'm torn. I th- think Roman might win it. Alright, nah, I see it. I can never, you can never tell how an Undertaker match is gonna go. Aye. Up until. Well, we, since the last couple of years, aye, but before then you were always, your money was always on to get at WrestleMania, always. Well, I'm looking, I'm thinking, the streak's going to continue, three and, oh, since he started back, but that was it, aye. Ray's fallen, Shane. Shane's fallen, that's aye. it, another, another notch on his new belt.